This release was 14,410 words, 26 pages. Adams to Wood and the other 70 counties in between. Every ribbon cutting, dog park opening, school visit. Every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house. I mean, if they stopped at a quick trip, they put it in the release. And Governor's got it. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Happy New Year, 612 here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Today is Tuesday. A lot of folks off for the Monday holiday. Everyone back today, all the schools. At full strength. Uh, we're Some of the back tomorrow, I think, at that our buffer kids, day. Our kids are back today. Back today, right back into it. Always, that was actually, if all of all the days of the year going to school, this was always the hardest day for me. <sighs> After all the excitement of Christmas and New Year's and then, yeah. Yeah, right just a couple of weeks, you know, like, they're not on the college schedule, so you're still in that first semester. Right, that's A few right. weeks left, now it's crunch time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you enjoyed that party day on the, the last day before the break. Maybe. <laughs> Nothing got done, right? <laughs> All right, so it's January, you know what that means. Hold my beer. That's right. <laughs> Hold the beer, maybe. It's dry January for a lot of folks. Usually they start on January 2nd. Right. right? Oh, January. really? Good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you can start today, Debbie. That's okay. fine. Um, I remain uncommitted at this point. We'll see how the day <laughs> that's goes. That's what it was yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if I could call it dry January, but I try. I do what? Pullback January? I heard bit? some refer to it as damp January. Ooh, ah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer goggles. Yeah, so damp January, we'll call it that for me anyway, is um, try to hold off unless there's some specific event, i.e. Packers playoff party or something like okay. that where I'd be invited to. Where, But otherwise, you're just not sipping on a Wednesday night. Yeah, not going to okay. do that. Yeah, I try to pull that off of January. And actually, I've, I've told you this before. It actually works for me. Like, I actually sleep a lot better. Wow. Like, it actually, I do actually feel a little bit better. Okay. Maybe it's maybe it's all a placebo effect. But Science. Yeah. <laughs> Go easy on the booze, too. Yeah. You, you're you not, this isn't going to happen for you, huh? Like I said, I'll see how the day goes. I don't... <laughs> the hard stuff. Yeah, well, dry January sometimes, starting up sometimes now. Sometimes you need a taste. Uh, did you know that uh, I did not realize this, but uh, younger Americans are not drinking as much. Younger Americans reassessing their relationship with alcohol. And it's not just a dry January thing. In fact, Gen Z is drinking 20% less alcohol per capita than millennials did at their age. And 28% of college-aged adults are going booze-free entirely. I had no idea. Money. I mean, probably good. Money. Oh, well, good point. I mean, if drinks are expensive, liquor's expensive, beer's expensive, everything is expensive. Everything's expensive. Well, good luck to you if that's what you're doing. <laughs> 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Get your rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval to buy at accunet.com. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. At 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News, well, I feel badly for the Badgers. They played their hearts out. They had a great game. Looked like the offense that we were promised when Luke Fickle came to town. It was like, okay, is this the air raid now? Airing it out, hitting guys deep downfield, all sorts of stuff happening. Phenomenal. And then not. Did everything but win that game. So you watched two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was on. <laughs> you weren't throwing things at the TV. No, I mean, on the was, final drive, like I was. 
look, for me, it was like it was all good. I just want I wanted it for those kids. I wanted it for Coach Fickle. Thought it was going to set the stage, and I thought it did, regardless. Yeah, like this this really it, sets up an exciting 2024. I'm more excited today than I was at the start of business yesterday. You should be. Um, yeah, it, it was not the best way to finish things off. But that being said, uh, Luke Fickle now gets to get his hands involved all the way with, with this football team. He inherited a lot of pieces, then he lost a lot of pieces that he thought he was going to inherit. So, yeah, there were a lot of things. Now, the professional football team, that's a different story because the Packers ended 2023 on a high note beating the Vikings on New Year's Eve to keep playoff hopes alive. Now, with a win in 2024, Green Bay can punch a postseason ticket without any help from anyone else. We also understand what we have in front of us, and it really means nothing unless we take care of business next week. And in Lambeau, we were in a similar situation a year ago and and couldn't get it done. So um, we know it's going to be a tremendous challenge. I think Chicago is as improved as any team. And then back to the Badgers, disappointing finish, yeah, to a disappointing season, yeah. But they played well at times yesterday, caved down the stretch to lose their bowl game in Tampa to LSU, 35-31. to This hurts. I think we had every opportunity. Our guys did about everything they could to put us in a position that, uh, that this is what we wanted. We wanted an opportunity to get this thing to the fourth quarter and uh, find a way to finish. And that's probably been as big as Achilles heel uh, all year. You know, starting fast was one of those things that we hadn't done well all year. Um, and finishing is the other one. That's Luke Fickle. Wisconsin Hoops is back on the court tonight. A Big Ten matchup with Iowa. Tip-off is 6 p.m. at the Kohl Center in Madison for the 9-3 and Badgers. The Bucks, they have a way of wasting the best Greek freak efforts against Indiana, don't they? Did it again last night in a 122-113 loss at home to the Pacers. A Giannis triple-double. And it wasn't enough. But again, you know, their, their bench was, you know, they were phenomenal um, uh, tonight. But we got a quick turnaround. And uh, we'll make our adjustments and watch the film and get ready um, for the next game. That's the head coach. Milwaukee will try again tomorrow night. Same teams, Indianapolis. Milwaukee is now 1-3 and three against Indiana. So three of their nine losses have come against the Pacers. So some teams just have your number, I guess. Well, they, that can't stand, though. Uh, we'll see them in the playoffs. That, yeah, that's going to happen, that and then out. that's going to be a problem if that does happen. 617 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 621 on this January 2nd, 2024. Did you now, we get we get a lot of emails, and something sometimes that week between Christmas and New Year's, things get lost. Did you, did you make note of uh, receiving this from the governor's office? The year-end news release from the media team. Oh, yeah. There. yeah, I did see that. It was nice. Have you finished reading it yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rather lengthy. You're right. 2023 Roundup. Gov Evers highlights 2023 accomplishments is the headline. I am jazzed as hell. He actually said that. I'm still jazzed as hell that Wisconsinites elected me as their governor. It's in the news release. Jazzed as hell. Love it. And he continues... I'm proud we kicked off the first year of my second term with some of our most important work to date, building a strong economy that works for everyone, bolstering our workforce and preventing a collapse of our child care industry, doing what's best for our kids and schools, fixing the darn roads. We fix the damn roads. That's a quote. Also, seriously, that's Love in it. there. Love it. Expanding access to health care and trying to do the right thing every day, said Governor Evers. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, fine. That's nice good. note, right? A good year. Happy would, New Year. Looking forward to 2024. You would expect that from politicians of any kind. Go yeah. ahead. If you Tell us what you did. That's sure. fine. Yeah. No objections. But the release continues on. 
listing the governor's various accomplishments for 23. It continues on for another 14 and a half pages. <laughs> Single-spaced, 12-point Times New Roman font. Been a busy year. Come on, man. It's 9,200 words. <laughs> 15 pages, single-spaced. It's more words than the Magna Carta and the U.S. Constitution <laughs> combined. That's great. That's One nice. Year. It's more words than President Barack Obama's first State of the Union address. Obama, first State of the Union. Like transformative president. First ever this, first ever that. that was a first State of the Union, too, right? right? Yes. Nearly 2,000 words. Jazz as hell. Well, so what would you rather it be? Vague with just one or two or three paragraphs and that be it? Like, wouldn't you yeah. rather have the detail and Not the spe- 15 pages. specificity? Bullet points. Yeah. Give Bullet me a points. few bullets. That's fine. Toot your horn. Do what you got to do. Like, that's, that's fine. What am I supposed to do with this? It's our job to read this. I'm not reading that. 15 pages? <laughs> like, I'd be here till tomorrow. You know there's spell check? Isn't there length check? That we could, you could oh, just, yeah, yeah, you can do word counts yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Fix the damn road. Now, as if that weren't enough, late last week, we also received from the governor's office, like, an addendum of sorts. So we got the 15 pages on yeah. how great 2023 was, yeah. okay? And then we get 2023 Roundup, Gov Evers completes annual 72-county tour of Wisconsin. Ooh, a Roundup, all right. So which, you know... Various politicians from time to time. I can't remember who really started this whole, I'm going to visit all 72 counties. Was that a Feingold thing? I I feel like it was. Senator Feingold's going to visit every county, and he's going to hear from the people. And that's great, and the governor is committed to doing that. I think also also fine. And go ahead and remind me. This release was (laughs) 14,410 words, 26 pages. Adams to Wood and the other 70 counties in between. Every ribbon cutting, dog park opening, school visit. Every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house. I mean, if they stopped at a quick trip, they put it in the release. And governor's got a, governor's got a bathroom break here. Grab the coffee. There, that counts. Write it down. That goes in the release. <laughs> what would you ra- I, I I'd rather have two months than too little, wouldn't you? No, because how are we supposed to digest that? Like, what actually is significant in there? Like, what, <laughs> what, what are you doing with this? What's a newspaper doing with this? Here's Journal Sentinel. What are they supposed to do with that? Well, okay. I, if you're looking at it from, like, a media entity, but I'm talking about as a citizen. Ain't no citizen reading that. What, are you going <laughs> to curl up by the fire with that? Like the seven-volume set of Encyclopedia Britannica? They should go door-to-door and try to sell it. Well, is there an index? So I can... no, no, it's just no. it's just a run-on sentence for 15 pages. Does the governor just grab a tape recorder and just, like, dictate, and then, like, fall asleep? Does he fall asleep when he's, you know, dictating? And, and then who has to type this up? That's my this, point. Right? Like, how many people were involved in the collection of this voluminous recitation office. of the year in review? Yeah. A lot of work getting done over there. Apparently. Cast the thousands. Clock is ticking. We're already into 2024. You missed day one. I mean, I'd like a daily update on this. A lot of stuff to squeeze in. I am jazzed as hell. A triple-double from Giannis, still not enough. Bob Brainerd's in with sports at 645. Time to do some AI. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Okay, so we've talked about how AI is doing stuff for doctors now. Turn your head and cough. We've also talked about how AI is becoming more and more of like a a dating service where you can actually date 
AI? Yes, please tell me more about your fantasy football team. Now, AI is coming to restaurants in California, Pasadena, California. A restaurant there is going to be fully automated, fully AI. You will give your order, the robots will take your order, and the robots will make your food. Wow, so we've had we've had the kiosk to order. Yeah. And we've even had like maybe robot delivery. Yes. I don't know that we've had robot kitchen. Yeah, all of it. Employing cutting edge systems and food technology, both grill and fry stations will boast complete automation driven by state-of-the-art artificial intelligence and robotics, and they'll make like really nice burgers. I've got a burger medium rare. So no tomato extra ketchup. <laughs> oh, that's me, thanks. Right here. Yeah. I do wonder about I had that. that. How is that gonna go, by the way? Like there's no way it's going to get your order perfect, right? We have those issues all the time. What, more than the teenager? <laughs> well, good point. I've got a pastrami no mayo with potato wedges. Oh, oh man, I, had the, I had the waffle fries. The receipt says a pastrami no mayo with potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here's the problem already. Great. Because well, probably AI knows. You probably did order the wedges. <laughs> you thought you ordered the waffle fries. AI's right. <laughs> Coming to Pasadena, California. What would normally be a mundane procedural event upon which we may not even report uh, could turn into a little something more today. I don't see that necessarily, but there's added intrigue. The Wisconsin Election Commission posted notice of their meeting today, 10 a.m. It's the Presidential Preference Selection Committee. That sounds sexy, right? Mm. <laughs> yes. On the notice, this meeting is required under Wisconsin Statute 8.12 for the purpose of selecting what names will appear on the ballot for Wisconsin Presidential Preference Vote. That's the primary. April 2nd, 2024, both Democratic Party of Wisconsin and Republican Party of Wisconsin have certified that they will participate in the Presidential Preference Vote. Why is this significant? Well, we were talking, was it last week or the week before? Kirk Bankstead is the owner of Monaco Brewing and an organizer of a super PAC that supports Democrats. And he filed a complaint with the Wisconsin Elections Commission late last year seeking to keep former President Donald Trump off the primary ballot in Wisconsin. Efforts which, unless the U.S. Supreme Court decides otherwise, have been unsuccessful already in both Maine and Colorado. Both of those states have thrown the former president off the ballot for their primary. So there's some precedent for this happening. But the Elections Commission here in Wisconsin dismiss that complaint basically on site for an assortment of reasons, but it comes down to whether state Republicans, as expected, they will want to have former President Trump on the ballot in Wisconsin, a decision that they will make today. So w- will it be just a sit down and then we'll know by the end of the, yeah, I the think session so. whether or not this would take place? Right. I think they go, OK, Republicans over here, who you got, who qualified for your because the parties run the primaries. Right. I mean, the Elections Commission conducts the election, but it's the pro- the parties that are responsible for deciding who do you want as your nominee. Right. And every state runs things differently, but basically that's left up to the Republicans in Wisconsin to say, these are the people we want folks to have an opportunity from which to choose. And so we expect that former President Trump will be on the ballot. Now, Bankstead can still try to block Trump through the courts, which reports suggest he may try to do. Uh, Wisconsin Elections Commission is not going to be the body, though, that would block Trump. And they proceed with the assembly of names on that ballot today, 10 a.m. We will report back to you. Meanwhile, we're three weeks out from the Iowa caucuses. So things start yeah, to get serious. Here we right? go. 2024 is here. We start getting now into the only polls that count actual voting. It begins in Iowa two weeks from today. 645 Bob Brainerd Sports next. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. The Packers' playoff hopes seemed to be a pipe dream just a short time ago, but after a convincing New Year's Eve win at Minnesota, Green Bay controls its destiny for the postseason. Simple math, beat the Bears, get in. You know, anytime you go through a struggle and you can come out the other side, you're usually better for it. And we've certainly faced our fair share of adversity in all phases. And, um, you know, our guys continue to fight. They continue to battle. That's Matt LaFleur. Say what you will about who played and who did not, but the Badgers bowl game in Tampa was entertaining. LSU bested Wisconsin 35-31 in a game that the Badgers could have won in dramatic fashion, but instead failed miserably in dramatic fashion in the fourth quarter. Where there's definitely lots of things that we can build upon. Ultimately, it comes down to finding ways to finish. And I said that a year ago when I walked in the door here, and that was going to be the emphasis. And, and obviously, we didn't, uh, we didn't do as good enough job, or we didn't do a good enough job. I didn't do a good enough job at, at uh, making sure us as a program and us as a team could find ways to finish whatever we needed to do. On the hardwood, 21st-ranked Wisconsin will host Iowa in a Big Ten battle tonight in Madison. 6 p.m. is the tip-off from the Kohl Center. 30-18-11, a triple-double for Giannis last night. Incredible, but it wasn't enough as Indiana topped Milwaukee at Pfizer Forum, 122-113. to we got to figure it out, you know, because you never know. You might see them in the playoffs. You might, we're going to see them again in two days. So, at the end of the day, this makes us better, makes us better. You know, got to go watch the tapes, figure out what they do well against us, and try to stop it. And if we cannot stop it, they'll probably lose again. Yeah, Bucks and Pacers teed up again tomorrow night. No, I know, I know. They're going to be in Indianapolis tomorrow doing this again. I just, it, it bugs me to no end when he or anybody else has a big effort like that and it goes to waste. I mean, a triple, 30, 18, and 11, and you can't get help and you can't get it done? Get the W. You see, is there something you said earlier? Like sometimes the team has your number. Yeah. Boy, I hope not. I, I hope not too. But I, I don't like the matchup with Indiana. Indiana mm. is young. They're quick. They got swagger. Tyrese Halliburton. And they're came, mean. They're mean boys. He came with. I don't like came, those boys. He came, you know, he came with an, a, a a rebound of a triple double himself. So that kid's got swag, the Oshkosh kid. He's got swagger. He's got. He's an all star. This if this happens in the playoffs, this is a really tough matchup for the Bucks. A lot of basketball to sort out before then. Yes, sir. Right. Six forty nine on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six fifty three on Wisconsin's Morning News. Bring in friend of the program, two time Sports Writer of the Year at the Wonky Journal, Sentinel Lori Nickel. Happy New Year, Lori. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric was running through the. Uh, Dry January options. Some are a dry January with no drinking. Some are like a little bit of drinking. Like what did you call it? Back, a right? damp January. Damp January. <laughs> what's, what's on your list for 24? Oh, my gosh. That sounds awful. Um, I, don't, I hate New Year's resolutions. You know, we've been working in the media for so long that you guys probably agree with this. To me, New Year's resolutions are just a marketing gimmick that the media totally plays into because – there's this really quiet period between Christmas and New Year's, so it's like, let's come up with a bunch of fluffy features to fill the new space or whatever and, and do these resolutions. So I usually don't partake. Um, however, this year I have like now eight of them, and they're all weight loss related. So a drinking is not a concern for me. I do know people who go through the dry January, but 
I imagine giving up the sugar, um, you're going to not really want me on your radio show for the next couple of Tuesdays because <laughs> I get pretty crabby. <laughs> What, no, so what? Okay, no sugar. What else? Like, but, but that's that's good. You're on the right track because they say with resolutions, it has to be, you have to be really specific. You can't just say like, I'm going to eat healthier. Well, what does that mean exactly? Right. What does it mean on right. Tuesday night when you're making dinner? So it sounds like you're on the right track. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's the problem. Like, you're really not supposed to make these overhaul changes with anything, anyway. But I started making my list, and I'm like, well, I don't like this about me, and I don't like, I have too much sugar, and I have Coca-Cola, and I really need to weigh in on my smart scale every day. And the, now the list is like, it keeps growing, and I really need to just focus on um, not buying the desserts. And, and I, Nigel Hayes, do you remember the basketball player from UW-Madison? Oh, yeah. He taught me this, believe it or not. He's like, you get a vision board, you get a huge poster and you hang it up somewhere and you write on it every day. And so now I have like 15 markers, like I'm, you know, about, and now it's getting a little obsessive compulsive, but I agree. It has to be focused. So I'm really good at sugar for me and buying this stuff. And then that stupid smart scale. Um, I have thrown away about three scales a year, so this year is my goal to not throw away the scale. Now, what makes it a smart scale? Does it talk to you? Do not have one. No, a smart I scale? No, just I haven't stepped scale. on a scale since I don't remember. Well, we just—I yeah. know, I know I'm fatter than I want to be, but like. Oh, I love you both. Still, <laughs> gosh, you don't notice it. Tells you your body composition, and I thought it was kind of like not accurate, and they're surprisingly accurate. First of all, my scale is linked to my phone and it's linked to my smartwatch. It tells me how hydrated I am as an estimate. It tells me um, how much body fat I'm carrying, which is way too much. Tells me my weight, tells me my progress. It charts it through the year. Um, It tells me if I'm losing muscle, which I am because I haven't been working out as much in the last week. It's incredible. And, uh, but you need to get on the darn thing and not ignore it and pretend like it's not a problem. So that is my resolution for 366 days this year, it's a leap year, to get on every morning. I don't know. That's starting to sound like information overload. Like, <laughs> if I'm thirsty, I'll have something to drink. Bullseye. <laughs> but you don't have a problem. You know, I need as to. As far as I, I know. I put on all the. <laughs> I put on all the pandemic weight and I haven't lost it. And I, I come up with 20 ways to lie to myself. So I'm just trying to do <laughs> what I can. But the smart scales are really crazy. I mean, they can get really detailed. So, but the problem is, is my scale, I can like lean on the wall and adjust it if I don't like the number. And it's, I got it. No cheating either. I got to be fair. <laughs> So my wife has done like different like weekly goals before. I think she's done that before mm-hmm. or maybe two week goals instead of month or year just to make it a little bit more uh I like that. Attainable. Yeah. That's also what Nigel Hayes told me and even Preston Smith last week was like at the Packers it's like you got to have short term goals and then like one or two big long term goals. So for me the big long term goals are weight loss but for me it's triathlons and stuff. Um, it's really hard to be an athlete as fat as I am. It hurts. <laughs> so the long-term goal is to be able to do my races again without being in so much pain. The short-term goals, I literally printed them out and put them in my day planner of what I want um, for the next month, what I want by Valentine's Day, what I want by Easter. Uh, 
and I'll probably fail at all of them. But now that I said it on the radio, it's there all you go. in the universe. So maybe <laughs> I'm certain yeah. though, Lori's gonna outlive us all. Though I'm pretty For sure. <laughs> I want you to add. I want you to add one one goal there. Give yourself a little bit of grace in 24, would you? <laughs> no, that's the problem. I've given myself so much grace on the no freeze category. I'm serious though about the no sugar. If you've given up anything, the crabby factor. I, that's, I am not a happy person. I am a nice person on sugar, and I'm not off of it. So this could be an issue for radio. All right, you have our support. Cra- hey, Krabby works on the radio. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> 6.58 on Wisconsin's Morning News.